Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I am Melvin, and today I would like to introduce someone who I've admired, played with, and thrilled to talk to. But first, let me say hello to my vivacious and beautiful co-host, Shirin Zemo, or Oz, as I like to call her. Hey, Oz. Hi, Mel. You're too kind. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be joining you today. Um, And in today's episode, we bring all the footy fans a little treat. Um, We are excited to introduce you to a former Indian football captain, Mr. Frankie Barreto. Frankie is the recipient of the Kerkar Award and has played with some of the top Indian football clubs. He has also represented his national Indian football team, in the Nehru Gold Cup, the SAF Cup, and Asian Games. And he works closely with the AIFC in grooming young Indian coaches. Frankie, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Melvin and Shane. So, Frankie, uh, you've had a very successful football career for India at the club level. How has the game changed since then? Yeah, I could definitely say it has evolved a lot. Uh, since the time we have been playing. It's been more commercialized now. Football is not football anymore. It's more about money as well. The player development also has changed to more of scientific approach. So it's overall, it has changed a lot, definitely, yes. Okay. And you have picked up football as a career at a time when sports was not necessarily uh, a coveted or a secure career. And football was definitely not as popular as cricket in India. So how did you make that choice? Seriously, even I don't know. <laughs> it was more of an accidental, uh, I, I can say I'm more of an accidental player. Uh, I never thought that I'll become a football player. Uh, till the age of 19, I, I used to play football, but it's just village football. Everyone plays that in Goa. Uh, but in, at the age of 19, I was in second year of my college and all my friends were in the, the college football team. So I said, why don't I also give a try? Uh, I tried my luck. Got selected for the college team, uh, played for the college team, got selected for the Goa University team. And I think that that's where I started thinking that, okay, I can take football as a career, probably try it. And I think success just came in year after year, year after year, I think. And I just took football as a career there on. Yeah. Frankie, having seen you at close quarters, I can definitely say that you're not an accidental player, okay? You're definitely, you have the gift for the game. You have the mind for it. But tell us a little bit more about how how was it uh, picking football as a career? Like, What were the challenges you faced, especially uh, coming from a country like India? Yeah, so football could be, uh, again, taking football as a career, especially in India, is, is, is a gamble you can take. End of the day, you have to support your family, you have to pay your bills. Uh, and football is not someone will take uh, if you don't feel secure about it. Uh, but for me, I can say I was a bit lucky in terms of that. Uh, they said year after year, I was just gaining success. And uh, I think the hard work also pays uh, for it. I was, as I said, I joined Goa University team. Uh, from there, I got selected for a Vasco Sports Club team, which was the first division team there. And in the next, very next year, I got selected, I mean, got an offer from Churchill Brothers. The very next oh. year, I got an offer from Salonka Sports Club. So I think I was just achieving success, and that made me feel secure with my 
as to take football as a career but i know people or i know players who were along with me or who were in academies and all and they were much better talented players than me and then they couldn't make a career in football so yes it, it it's a it's a gamble i took and i think i was successful in that wow yeah so frankie you know you mentioned that some players didn't get as lucky or just looking at how it is right now what would you say are the current challenges that the sport faces to be in india if i go in particular in india yeah there are it's again still the same challenges you will face uh, as i said today football is a gamble again there are millions playing football uh, or trying to become football players but not everyone will become a top notch football player and get to be in the ISL teams or to be Indian team and 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 make a life uh, out of it. Yeah, of uh, course. So it's still a gamble. It's still a gamble and I think it will carry on it, it it's not going to stop it. But that's that's a risk you have to take if you want to really be successful in a football career. That's you true. Say, yeah. You can't be be scared. Uh but one thing uh and in villages like in Goa and all that the security come first as as because most of the players if you want to make a football career they want to look after their family uh, they want to see an income coming in uh, but that that also makes them a bit reluctant to take football as a career yeah those are the challenges still yeah for, and and especially now i'm coming from goa and and when we were playing football there were five first division football teams if i have to become a football player i had five options which i know mm-hmm. that if i get to a team i'll get a secured salary but now there's yeah. only one team which is there that is FC Goa so there's so only it's one very competitive yeah, very competitive and very yeah. narrow you can say yeah well um i also know that you were uh, a skipper um so how did you motivate your team before a game did you have any specific pre-game rituals that you did i think it's all about uh, man management and it's, as long as you have the confidence of the players with you uh, you will get the you get the best out of it uh, i think you are as good as your players uh, and you have to depend on their performances as well if you want to look good uh, so i think it's how you how you manage them and how you deal with them and how you talk and get them into confidence and get the best performance out of them yeah so you didn't have any weird thing that you had to do before each game because not, if you don't do it it's bad luck <laughs> not really i was not that superstitious <laughs> <laughs> I, I think okay. Frankie is generally a man of few words so uh pre-game huddle will generally involve just telling the guys go out there and perform your best having been in one myself with uh, Frankie so Frankie you are still very much involved uh, with the game uh, do you want to tell us a bit more about your role uh, with uh, the Indian Football Federation uh, that you are working with right now yeah so i work with AIFC which is part of the uh, that's the all india football coaches association uh and they were closely with aiff uh, so what i i was appointed uh, as a member as a representative in the middle east uh, to just look after the uh, aifc chapter in the middle east so what i'm doing now is working with uh, young coaches or aspiring coaches indian coaches basically in uae or even in the middle east who wants to become coaches uh, so but the drawback for them is if they want to do a course a certified course from AIFF they'll have to go back to india and get that done and they'll have to spend money to go back stay there for at least uh, a week or more depending on the course they are doing uh, which will be expensive for them uh, taking leave from work so the idea came to my mind that 
why don't I help these coaches to do this course here in Dubai itself? So I I organized two courses, AIFFB licensed coaches courses, okay, mm-hmm. which, which help to uh, we had 48 candidates, three unfortunately couldn't make it, but there were 45 coaches now certified uh, within UAE, oh. uh, and we had even we had even an Indian coming from Germany to do the course in Dubai, one from Saudi coming to Dubai to do the course, so which helped them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy for doing that for them and supporting them. Okay, and Excellent. are you planning to take up a coaching role anytime soon? Uh, although I have a coaching license from England Football Association, I have not uh, taken that as a, I've not thought about it to be honest, uh, <laughs> but you never know future what will come. <laughs> but I have an urge to do something for football in UAE especially, so never know. Uh, I might open up a small academy to help kids, especially to, uh, and if I do it, I want to do it in such a way that there's a pathway created for the Indian boys here in Dubai or UAE to be in the Indian under 17 or under 15 or the senior teams. Uh, so there's a pathway created. Um, so you were saying as a youngster in the UAE um, or, or a coach, you know, is it very difficult or is it easier um, for someone here to get into the Indian national team? So there are a couple of factors which don't, I mean, I, I don't say it, it's uh, coming in the way of them if they want to really take football as a profession here in UAE especially. Uh, you can't be here in UAE and be thinking of that I'll be playing for Indian team. It's very unlikely. The reason is, if you are an under-17 player, and I know the, the fact that is during the under-17 World Cup a couple of years back, uh, AIFF had selections here in the UAE for the UAE guys to select, uh, to see if there are potential who can make it to the under-17 team uh, for the World Cup uh, they played in India. And there were two players who got selected uh, uh, who were good and potential uh, were selected for the probables, and they had to travel back to India. And they were, I think, they were from there. They were trying. They were supposed to go to Germany for a one month just for uh, training. Uh, but what I heard that was the two players selected here did not go along with the team because their parents didn't allow them because of their school. Oh, that's, so that's some yeah. So that's what. So I think uh, there are couple of things like even if a senior I, I, if I think of a, a, a mature player say after 21 or something if they want to make a career in football in India being in UAE might be difficult for him to get that attention or the exposure he might be needing to get selected for the Indian team because there's not much opportunities for them here in the UAE because he'll mm-hmm. pay probably seven aside tournaments or might be playing a one eleven aside tournament but the level will be not high enough to be uh, create that attention. He might, right. or, or even she, I mean, I can say, even the girls, they'll have to be uh, relocating themselves in India, which may give them a better better possibility of making it in India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so this, uh, uh, Oz, if I could just uh, ask Frankie, so you just spoke about the uh, Under-17 World Cup uh, that took place, and I, I think India scored its first goal uh, at the World Cup uh, at uh, in the under 17 so yeah. do you rate you know when i look at the current indian senior team do you think this is the best uh, indian team you have seen the under 17 you're talking about no the senior team or the senior team uh see there might be a debate on this everyone wants to say if i want to say i will say I, uh, the best team was when i was playing for india but that's that's <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's the, uh, 
I think it's there's a lot of changes that has taken place from what we were playing to what now the uh, the football is played now. It's more technical, more technical. Uh, there's lots of scientific approaches um, uh, around football now. So I'll, I'll just go based on. I think yes, I can see better football coming in now because I think these all these uh, uh, new technicalities. I think yes, uh, yes. If you compare to football past to the current one, I think yes, there is there uh, there is improvement. Basically, what can I say is there's there's improvement in football. Yeah, it's growing, it's growing and it's improving. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Frankie, also you mentioned <laughs> how obviously football was better when you were playing. Um, to to look back on that, could you tell us your proudest moment as a player? I think my proudest moment will be captaining the Salgunat team and lifting the uh, Federation Cup in '97. Uh, and this was against East Bengal. Crowd of 170. Oh, sorry, 107,000 more than 107,000. Uh, in the stadium, and they were all East Bengal supporters, and we played against the supporters, 107 more than 107,000 supporters, and we lifted the Federation Cup in Kolkata in 1997. So that might that's the proudest moment I can say. Yeah. Okay, but that's I a moment think, with Terry. Uh, do you want to? Uh, I'm sure that was the proudest moment for you, probably as a skipper, but. Uh, how about that 35-year goal that you scored against Bengal? Yeah, that was in Goa. I played for the under-21 team, and it was the final match against Bengal again. Yeah, and uh, Goa and Bengal were in the final. Uh, I don't know where the power and energy came that day, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we 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 got a free kick at 35 yards, and I told the captain, "I I want to take this free kick." I took the free kick. It was a hard shot with the goalkeeper. Uh, and yeah, I think that was one of the moment. I think this was end of the season tournament which we played. And I remember after that tournament, I had offers from almost all the clubs in Goa. Uh, wow! Goa. So, so yeah. uh, do you think uh, you know India can match up to the rest of the world in football anytime soon? Uh, I, I won't use the word soon, but if they work hard and if they continue doing what they're doing, and if the pathway is proper, they do a good. Proper roadmap and have a better ecosystem in Goa to develop football. Yes, they can uh, because that's what we need is is better ecosystem uh, okay. for producing players from a younger age. So okay. yeah, there is hope. Yeah. So uh, not too dissimilar to uh, cricket uh, because the cricket, the grassroots levels, they have really invested heavily, yeah. in, and you can see it by the number of players that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, the system is turning. Okay. So Frankie if I can get you to current times okay we've played together a few times and uh, you've still uh, managed to be among the fittest players around so uh, tell us uh, about your fitness and diet regime share your secrets <laughs> I, I don't have a particular diet as such to be uh, to be honest but then I think it's it, I have to be lucky with my genes I guess I don't put on weight uh, okay. frequently uh, but yes I do play football thrice a week uh, i think that's probably keeping me fit uh, and i also time permits i go for a gym in the building so i do and then go to the gym as well okay so you don't particularly watch your diet or are you just careful about what you eat seriously no i just eat anything for this <laughs> okay I, i wish everyone had that constitution where he could just 
eat whatever you want and still um, be so well i mean he's going to play three times a week and he still goes to the gym so i feel like that probably contributes a lot <laughs> to the staying fit okay so uh, frankie uh, you know who were your role models uh, growing up to be as i said to you i was never thinking of becoming a football player so i never thought of or i didn't have an idea uh, to be following someone Okay. But yes, growing up, I definitely like watching Maradona, uh, Franco Baresi, uh, Maldini. I think I, I really enjoyed watching them play. Okay, and uh, assuming you picked up something from these, what do you attribute your success to, both as a player and uh, you know now in your current role? I think it's about hard work, and I think how much you can commit to it. Uh, and i think my family supported me always in what i do hard work and i, I think that pays you well yeah. no substitute to it that's true um so franky as everyone has suffered this year with covid-19 i'm sure you've had some struggles as well you know not being able to go play and stuff um how did you keep yourself busy during this awful awful pandemic i know, i i think i was just training at home uh, doing some exercises within the yeah confine of the room i had a cycle at my home so i used that a lot but then yes i think we started playing in may end of may something when the restrictions were a little bit eased and mm-hmm. we started playing back football yeah okay and uh, did you conduct uh, anything for aifc during this time no uh, we did yeah i did uh, webinars uh, we did okay. uh, two days webinar for the coaches i think it's Yeah, two weekends, two days. Yeah, no, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, two days of webinars for the coaches. Okay. Uh, which oh. were again represented by, uh, I think Melvin joined as well. Uh, right. So it um, was yeah. Sorry. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so, okay. Um, to stay on the topic of the pandemic, um, I'm assuming you, you know, you were cooped up with your family for a while. But um, to talk about your family a little bit, um, you have two kids, if I'm not mistaken. I do. I do. Yes. Yeah, so how did they Oh, nice. Um so how do they feel about having a football star as a dad? Uh I don't think I'm been treated as a star at home. I'm just a normal father <laughs> to them. <laughs> uh yeah, but yes, uh they were born after I retired from foot from football, so they have not seen me playing uh but I take a couple of I mean, I've been taking my son to see just when I'm when I'm going to play he came to watch me and he's like dad you're not running what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> have uh, they got into yes. football as well uh he likes sports uh, i hope he takes it uh, but no uh, no pressure on him yeah, definitely no pressure but one thing they do is they i when they watch a couple of my videos playing football the olden one and if i show them the photos as well they they laugh a lot at me because of my thick mustache and long hair that's the best thing they do yeah so they just make fun of you basically yes, no support yeah. <laughs> nice um and i also want to know what would be your advice to some aspiring young footballers i think don't dare to dream big be ambitious uh and work hard and if you're destined you will definitely achieve success simple yeah yeah that's that's really great advice yeah. Yeah. yeah do you do you think there's some sort of pattern or formula to becoming successful 
in sports or is it work hard, purely work hard, luck? Work hard. Yeah. And, and yeah, definitely you need a little bit of luck. So I can talk about myself. Uh, as I told earlier, I started yeah. football at the age of 19 and I was lucky enough as well. That's luck favored me. I can say yes, but then there's no substitute to hard work. Okay, so you worked hard, you made it big in football. Uh, how did you choose or why did you choose Dubai as your next uh, destination to move? To? Uh, I think it's one of my close friends. Uh, he was managing Varka Sports Club here. Okay. Uh, so you know the village football going on here. So, so I think his aim was to bring me back when I retired to play, probably make him make me play into his team, and alternately find a job here so I can play longer for his team. So, uh, that was his objective, and then I mine was to just find a job here, and I think both worked simultaneously. I I was lucky to find a job here when I came here in 2003, and. Within one two months, I found a nice job, uh, and I and then I started playing as well village football, the village tournaments, and plus the other social football. So I kept myself busy with that as well. Yeah. I think that was a decision I could just yeah come and try Dubai. Everyone was talking highly about Dubai. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, I have one more question on the topic. So you said you got a job. Um, I also know that your previous assignment was as a manager at uh, student services at University of Wollongong. Um, how did, um, you know, what did that entail? Uh, so I was looking at most of the non-academic side of the students at the university. So my job was to manage the uh, student career development, residencies, transportation, uh, sports, clubs and events, health, that's the medical center, then the counseling center, uh, then the bookshop, uh, then also provide support to them academically. So those were the departments I was managed. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're lucky to have you, Frankie. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, so now we have come to the segment of our show where we will ask you some rapid fire questions and you just give us the first thing that comes to mind. So it's a little okay. bit of like a game show part of our show, just a little fun. Um, yeah. Mel, take it away. Okay, so I'm going to start with three questions to you, Frankie. I'm going to give you names of players, uh, two names, and you've got to pick one, okay? Okay. Okay. Pele or Maradona? Maradona. Baichung Bhutia or I am Vijayan? That's a tricky one. <laughs> but uh, I am Vijayan, yeah. You, have you played with I am Vijayan? I played with both of them, yeah. Okay, excellent. Okay, and but the both one are separate, that, different, yeah. Both have different uh, players, yeah. Both superstars players, in their yeah. own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Okay, and the one question that's on everyone's mind right now Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel when you heard about, you know, him uh, wanting to leave Barcelona team? I know it and probably it must be his decision. Uh, we don't know what's going on inside their club, uh, definitely. Uh, but then it might be his decision. There, yeah, but there was a lot of rumors that he was just fed up of losing. <laughs> and he blamed the team. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's also, they say, there's a rift between the management and the team. So, as we don't know. Yeah. That's true. Okay, your current favorite football team? Uh, I do watch a lot of Bayern Munich now mm-hmm. uh, and, and Manchester City. 
Okay, cool. Um, a little off topic. Uh, what is your favorite cuisine? Go on. <laughs> that, was, that was like right off the bat. <laughs> no thought process. And last but not least, your all-time favorite football player. Maradona. Maradona, it is. Okay, thank you, Frankie. Now, before we wrap up, uh, we would like to do our green pill moment. So, yeah. for your green pill moment, I'm going to ask you if you had a chance to go back in the past, would you do anything differently? No, I think I'll, I'll thousand times I'll follow the same thing. You make the exact same choices? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense for someone who's had a successful career well, like true. yours. Uh, so, thank you so much, Frankie, for sharing. My your- pleasure. Fantastic Thank and inspiring so uh, story. My pleasure. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, our audience is going to enjoy this uh, conversation. And keep up the good work with uh, AIFC, Frankie. We look forward to seeing you in a coaching role sometime soon. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. And thank, thank you very you. much for having me. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. We wish you all the best. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Shirin. Thanks, Melvin. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.